All right, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of My FX Buddies, the podcast. And I say podcast because there's also a blog. So this is episode 121. 121. All right. Okay. And it's going to be titled, Claims to Return the Value of the Iraqi Dinar to What It Was Before Corona. So, um, the, let's see, today is November 30th, but before I get into that, I'm going to cover some articles from November 29th, because I didn't get to do um, a recording for November 29th, and there was uh, one kind of significant article, it just, it, um, oh, well, first let me do all the rigmarole, whatever. <laughs> so, there is a video. If you would like to see the words that I'm reading, see these articles, you can go to Spotify and search for My FX Buddies, and it will come up, and they allow videos. Not for everyone, but I'm part of a uh, beta test, I guess. Uh, yeah, so there's a video there, and then the podcast is just at myfxbuddies.blogspot.com or wherever you're hearing this, because I know there's some other places too, but whatever. So yeah, and you can subscribe to the blog, I believe, and you can subscribe. Well, I did. I put the little box there, but I don't know what it looks like but whatever and then wherever you're listening you can I know I'm pretty sure in Spotify you can definitely uh, subscribe there and yeah so wherever you're listening or watching swipe tap you know whatever you have to do to activate that because I don't post every day um yeah I do mostly post to the blog mostly every day okay <laughs> I'm not a very regiment person as you can see but I try because I know some people um, do like to read the news and that's the only place they can access it so I try okay um, let's see okay so now so yesterday the central bank activates external banking relations with Arab and regional banks. So, um, the, we, we knew, right? We have heard and we knew that they were activating banks. And actually, the title that first came for this was the Central Bank Activates Offshore Banking. And so that's what really caught my eye. But then when I went to the actual article, the the title was changed to that so that sounds that's not as exciting right external banking but i guess that's what it means though right so they talk about how they had to go through all this stuff you know 2020 was a rough year because of everything right then it says since the central bank is primarily responsible for monetary policy and its applications that contribute to achieving economic stability um blah, 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 one of the most important tasks 
of the Central Bank in these two years, 2020 and 2021, was to restore balance in the market, stimulating the economy, revitalizing the economic cycle, and facing repercussions of reducing the Iraqi dinar exchange rate on low-income groups. So they knew they did that, right? They knew that reducing the, the exchange rate was going to cause and has caused repercussions. So it says, by launching the mainly finance, the many, excuse me, many financing and lending initiatives and activating the procedures for applying monetary possible and at the external level, right? That's so they're international. There's all these things that tell us they are international, but we're still waiting. So they needed, um, but it says right here, they did agreements and understandings with the Saudi Central Bank and financial institutions in a way that enhances banking transactions between the two sides and benefit from the successful experiences in both countries. And then down here, the same thing with Turkey. They probably have already done this, even though it's reading as if they're going to do it. So yeah, and then they have these um, things. So see, it says requesting the Turkish Central Bank to cooperate in facilitating the opening of branches of four Iraqi banks. Okay, so that is good and forward movement, and we like all of that. And then, look at this. Does this look like this could be a mall in our, you know, somewhere in America? Or I'll just say somewhere in a developed, thriving nation. This is a mall in Iraq. It is the famous mall. It says, the famous Ziona Mall in the capital, Baghdad. So... This is a store. It sells all kinds of sports stuff. Now the brand, the name is GMG, but this is the name that you'll see on the uh, uh, marquee. Sun and Sand Sports. And they sell Nike, Under Armour, you know, all the name brands. And something called Vance. But yeah, so there, it just goes to show there's all kinds of things, all types of level of living in Iraq. Regular, standard living, high-priced living, very high-priced living. You know, people still live in, you know, palaces, right? Their um, presidential suite is called the Peace Palace. <laughs> so, yeah. That, and I do mean the president, the president of, um, uh, they have three presidents. The prime minister is one. There's a title, actual president, and then the house speaker, he's considered a president. And I, I have not seen the house speaker's home, so I don't know if he just lives in a regular house or what, but the president lives at the Peace Palace. But anyway. 
Oh, let me check my time. Okay, yeah, because I didn't want to be long. Okay, so that was yesterday. So this, again, just to show, and they do talk about this is an international company. But they are open in the Iraqi market, and they hope to open more stores. They want to expand. Um, they are this company, Sun and Sand Sports, or GMG, one of them, is um, the largest sports retailer chain in MENA. The MENA region stands for Middle East and North Africa. See that? So, yeah. But I thought I saw them say... Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So now that was the 29th. So on to today. I put the date in the wrong place. Oh, wait. We're in list. Okay. Yeah, no. So they did. They announced the elections. I did. I put the date in the wrong place. Cut. You see me doing editing while you are. Okay, so they're done. They've announced the final results. We don't know if these are officially official, but these are the final announcement. I mean, uh, results of the election. And Sadar still has 73 seats, so he's still the winner. Um, if you care to read this, you can. Here is five seats changed. So Sadar still came in first, but five other seats changed. Of course, there's already two groups saying they're going to appeal, I, but I don't know that they can appeal because this is supposedly the final results, right? But we'll see tomorrow if they come out with some other article saying they're appeal, re appealing or whatever. Yeah, but so I think this is done because there were... Congratulations going to him again from all over the world. Monte Carlo. I even saw an article an article from Monte Carlo about him winning. So I'm like, wow, the world really is watching, you know? Okay, so this is my favorite article of the day. Because there were others, but I'm not really going to talk about them. Because it's mostly political. And, you know, how many times can you say, yes, Sadar won, right? So the main point is, and I was going to make that the title, but I like this title better. Claims to return the value of the Iraqi dinar to what it was before Corona, but we want it to go back. We want even more, right? Even way back. But for now, that's all they can say. Now, they claim this is a recent photograph, but you see how they, I believe this is a market, an outside market. See how they shop? So, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. This will probably be the picture for this podcast also. But anyway, so this is the first sentence, and I think it says it all. Popular demands. So that's the people. Okay. I want to make this blue. Let's see if that did it. Nope. Oh well. <laughs> Popular demands in Iraq are escalating to restore the value of the Iraqi dinar to what it was a year ago. 
with the rise in oil prices that revived the Iraqi budget treasury for the next year. The poor and low income classes due to the high prices of consumer goods. Now that is not a um, full sentence, but I like this. Popular demands are escalating. Mm. Escalating. I like that. That means if you don't do something soon, they're going back in the streets. That's how I see that with my dinar goggles. I could be wrong, but... So, you know, we, we're hearing that they're telling them they're going to run some TV show that's going to tell them all about the new rate and how their new money's going to work and this and that. So if they do that, as far as I can tell, they have not done it yet. Um, I'm going to try to watch their TV later tonight to see if it's there. It'll actually be early morning for me. Okay, but yeah, so I don't necessarily agree with some of the stuff is backwards. Like this revaluation of the dinar will have the opposite effect. Oh, no, see, that's my reading comprehension. Yes, it would have a better effect if they revalue the dinar. So, you probably want to read this article, because it, it is, it has some things, but I mean, it's all, what do they say, ink on paper. Until they actually do it, it's all ink on paper. But, um, yeah, see, question raised by the objectors is about the economic feasibility of devaluing the currency in a rich country like Iraq and the usefulness of this step, which reminds of the years of international economic sanctions that caused a great collapse in the national currency, its declining purchasing value, huge inflation in the markets, famine and widespread poverty, according to his gesture. But yeah, so those are all the things that are happening now. And also, um, we like to see purchasing power, purchasing value, purchasing power. So we, we know and they know that they need to uh, increase the purchasing power. And I think that is the... I don't think the announcement they're going to make is going to say Iraq has revalued their currency. I think they're going to say they have increased the purchasing power for the citizens. I could be wrong, but that's what I think they're going to say. So here again, voices have increased, demanding the return of the currency exchange rate to what it was before, especially after the rise in international oil prices and all this other stuff that's going to be here. Now, we have, or here again, the white paper, you know, so they have to go by the white paper, but, um, see, and they're saying that the Ministry of Finance and the CBI have said on more than one occasion the dinar exchange rate will not change at the present or near and therefore the rise in oil prices will not affect the current monetary policy. So that's not good. See, we don't like that. But, um, I just, I don't get it. 
But I know they can't come out and say, hey, we're going to... They can't publicly come out and put, okay, we're going to do this because then people will go buy up all the dinar they can, right? So, yeah. Um, then they just... This is more like banter, but it's more talking about what affects the rate and the price of oil and other things. So if you want to read that, it, yeah. So they're saying it's a political decision, which it is. It's power. That's all it is. It's about power, and whoever has the power to make this decision eventually will. But who knows? Hopefully... I'm, I would really love to wake up on December 19th or December 20th and see a rate change. And I don't mean back to what it was a year ago either. But maybe we will. Because there's been a lot of articles out about the exchange rate, changing the exchange rate. What affects the exchange rate? Um, there's been studies. They've done multiple studies. I've only seen two. So they, you know... Who knows how many they've done, but they definitely are looking at it, talking about it, and all that is good and, and will eventually lead up to what we've all been waiting for. So yeah, so the good news of the day is they got the final results done so we can move forward with the government. And um, yeah, so that's it. I hope this was helpful. Maybe brought a smile to your face. Help you stay in. I do want to... I'm trying to think how to talk about this. There's some scam alerts going around. And I do know of one person who completely sold their currency because this scam alert that came out and it wasn't saying that the dinar is a scam but it was saying that there are scams involving the dinar and this woman sold all her currencies back so that is just it just breaks my heart because even if it's dare I say five more years that's still more um, still more um, money than you know you would ever have right but anyway so just beware be smart really read things and just hang in there you know and while we wait accumulate so thank you for listening and what's today is what Tuesday, right? Yes. So maybe there'll be some better news tomorrow. I don't know. We got some pretty good news today. So we'll see. So maybe I don't um, anticipate doing a recording. But if there's something recording worthy, I shall. But I will definitely do a blog post. Okay. So there you go. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, my FX buddies, blogspot.com. You can just do an internet search for my F as in Frank X bunnies and the different links will come up. Alright. Again, thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever time frame fits.
and until next time.